These are the Daily Tech headlines for Friday, September 8th, 2017. I'm Tom Merritt. Coming up, a little bit about that huge Equifax data breach, the U.S. FBI investigating Uber, and the reality behind the red holographic smartphone. Credit reporting firm Equifax announced Thursday that it discovered on July 29th that attackers had accessed data for 143 million U.S. customers. The data included addresses, credit card numbers, social security numbers, birth dates, and some driver's license numbers. The attackers exploited a website vulnerability to access the data. Equifax is offering free credit monitoring for all U.S. residents, whether they were affected by the breach or not, at www.equifaxsecurity2017.com. Equifax is CFO, Workforce Solutions President, and Information Solutions President all sold nearly $2 million worth of stock in Equifax at the beginning of August. The Wall Street Journal reports the U.S. FBI is investigating whether Uber used software to illegally interfere with competitors. The focus is on software that could track Uber drivers who also drove for Lyft. Google announced that support for its Windows and Mac OS Google Drive apps will end December 11th, and the app will shut down altogether on March 12, 2018. Google has two replacement apps, Backup and Sync, which replaces Google Drive and Google Photos Uploader, and for enterprise users, Drive File Streamer. Camera maker Red revealed a strategic partnership with Leia Incorporated, the company behind the holographic display for the upcoming $1,195 Hydrogen One smartphone. Leia, a spinoff of HP Labs, was founded in 2014. It uses diffraction to produce light field illumination with a layer of nanostructures added to a conventional LCD, supposedly without affecting battery life or display quality. The Hydrogen One is supposed to launch sometime in the first half of 2018. Uber announced it will transition its UberX service in London to use all-electric or hybrid vehicles by the end of 2020 and transition all of the UK by 2022. The company will offer drivers up to 5,000 pounds to upgrade their vehicles to hybrid or electric models. SoftBank, SoftBank's U.S. carrier Sprint, and Taiwan's Far East Tone are creating the Carrier Blockchain Study Group to encourage telcos to implement the blockchain. The consortium is working with TBCA Soft to test a cross-carrier payment platform system. That system would be used by carriers to pay each other, as well as authenticate customers. Cryptocurrencies could also be used for prepaid plans. Facebook and Microsoft have created the Open Neural Network Exchange, or ONNX, to let machine learning developers easily convert models between the PyTorch and CAFE2 frameworks. PyTorch is more powerful, but CAFE2 is optimized for efficiency, including CAFE2Go, which can run on mobile devices. You can find the exchange at github.com slash ONNX. Taiwan's Commercial Times reports its sources say Google is in the final stages of acquiring all or part of HTC. A report in late August indicated HTC was investigating a sale. HTC makes the Google Pixel phone. China's Alipay will soon launch mini programs, small apps that live inside Alipay and don't require a download or installation. The effort is similar to WeChat's instant apps launched in January. Beijing has become the fifth Chinese city to ban new bikes from being added to existing bike-sharing schemes. Bike-sharing companies have become so popular and prolific that the bicycles are cluttering city streets. The BBC estimates China has access to 16 million bikes nationwide, and the city of Wuhan alone counts 700,000 bikes, despite the city only having a capacity for 400,000. Sony is selling a 4K HDR home theater projector for $5,000 that can handle a resolution of 4,096 
by 2160. That's a higher version of 4K than Ultra HD. The VPL VW285ES, snappy name as always, supports HDR10 and HLG, but with 1500 lumens. Google is working with the state of Florida to mark road closures as they happen on Google Maps during Hurricane Irma. Google said it will use algorithmic and manual updates to keep the information current. The closures will also appear on the Irma crisis map as part of the SOS alert on Google search. Yo, what's good? Uh, it's your boy X-Rage, Xander Rage. Uh, thank you guys for coming through and uh, giving us a call. Um, just barely started my podcast, so I just wanted to reach out to you guys tell you that i love your podcast i'm definitely gonna keep listening to it and i just want to send some love back for uh you know you guys coming through and giving a call to my podcast i think that was awesome so uh you guys keep doing what you're doing man have a great day and uh continue to shine one love chat hey this is matt calling in from boston um i think that there are at least a few people uh, in Massachusetts who would love to see Amazon come up here. Make, uh, it makes sense for Amazon, too. Um, there are, obviously, there are a variety of really big tech companies that are up here. Uh, GE just moved their headquarters to Boston. Um, and uh, you have a tremendous talent pool with all of the uh, the, the big colleges out here, um, Harvard, MIT, those kinds of places. Um, so there's a, there's a wealth of young and fresh talent um, that uh, would be great for the recruiting pool. So I would keep an eye on Boston and see if that ends up being part of the Amazon conversation. The race is on. Uh, yeah, no, this is going to be fun to watch. Boston certainly has a lot going for it. I do think Detroit is my gut feeling for where they end up. Uh, my co-host on Daily Tech News Show, Justin Robert Young, uh, thinks that it's going to end up being Dallas-Fort Worth. So uh, place your bets, folks. Where's Amazon going to land HQ2? It's going to be a, a interesting procedure to watch. And, hey, man, uh, thanks, X-Rage, for all the love. Back at you. Don't forget... We are supported entirely on Patreon, patreon.com slash DTNS. Thanks to everybody who supports the show, even if it's just by favoriting the station. And we'll talk to you next time.